Welcome to the 290 More Podcast. I appreciate your time. If you could, introduce yourself for my viewers and listeners. Hey, my name is Angela Joseph, and I am the owner of Veggie Brunch LLC here in Chicago. Uh, I do have my plant-based whole foods products um, in a in two local grocery stores here in Chicago. I got it at local market on 71st and Jeffrey. That's 2108 East 71st Street. And then I also have it at Peace of Mind Bake Shop, which is right next door to Culture Connection. That's right off 71st and Stewart. So I'm just out here, you know, bringing plant-based vegan vibes to the world. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. And for my um people who are already viewers and listeners to the show, you might recognize Angela. So uh, for the people who, who don't recognize you, what is Veggie Brunch and what's different between what's the difference between Veggie Brunch and regular brunch? For the people who don't know what you're about. Facts. So, um, again, I'm about veganism. So I'm about uh, just people lightening the load that they carry with the foods that we eat. Um, my my whole concept is to to bring plant based foods and not focus on it being an imitation of the things you try not to eat. You know, it's just highlighting foods in their purest forms. You know, just using potatoes and calling them potatoes. You know, cooking kale and calling it kale. I'm not really in the you know, turning in the in the hot dogs and, and pork chops. So, um, that's what I'm all about. Just letting plants shine as they purest, truest self, and just helping people take them in and not be intimidated. Like, man, I need some meat. You know, I'm not I'm not full. Like, my food is filling. It's healthy. And it's plant based. Okay, okay. So, why why are you so passionate about veganism? I guess the better question is why aren't people as passionate about it? Uh, you know, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like once you once you experience something for yourself, once uh, you see for yourself how it works, you want other people to experience the same things. You feel me? So I went years of having digestive issues, mm-hmm. and when I saw how much my body changed, my health changed. By making a simple change. Mm-hmm. It's like, why aren't other people catching on to this? And especially with the amount of information that's out there, the amount of research, the amount of proven studies that show that cutting out meat and dairy increases your longevity, increases your blood flow, reduces diabetes, your weight. Every problem that people seem to have can be solved by simply changing what you put on your fork. So, you know. Okay, okay. So, so... For for people who, who don't know when they hear digestion, they might not know, you know what I'm saying? Because they might be dealing with the same issue and mm-hmm. I know that veganism is the cure. So is it, in what what in what way is, for like, in layman's term for me, like, when you say digestion, I just think of, like, um, you eating food. Like, I can't put, like, I might be, might be something I'm dealing with. So if you could put it in layman's terms for people who may not understand, you know what I'm saying? Facts. So digestion issues can be um, your food breaking down, and, like, people having issues going to the bathroom, like, okay. taking a poop, taking a pee. So, like, if you eat food and you feel like the food just sit there and you just feel full forever, your body might not be breaking it down. You know what I'm saying? If the food just sit in there. And sometimes foods will just sit there and they'll rot. And then people have uh, go through these issues where it feel like your stomach bubbling. And it's like an explosive episode in the, ba- in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. That's because most times the food that you ate, it just sat there and rotted. Your body didn't. If your body doesn't absorb, uh, break down the foods you eat, then it's not absorbing the minerals and the nutrients. It's not extracting anything from it. 
You feel me? Your body's just like, it's just sitting there and your body like, yeah, nah, I'm cool. I don't really want that. So then you have all these other issues like, uh, again, you either experience constipation mm-hmm. from not having your food break down or it sits there so long that when you do finally go to the bathroom, you know, it's like, Jesus, I won't eat that no more. Please, Lord, just get this out of me. One of them type of things. So okay. that's, that's with digestion. Okay. So thank you for breaking that down for me. So with that being said, um, for somebody who may not be constipated, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. what are some other signs that you may be having digestive issues? Like sometimes I hear people like your mom used to be, boy, your pee yellow as hell, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, stuff like that. Is mm-hmm. it, what other what, what are the other telltale signs that you may have um, some digestion issues that you may not know about or you think is normal that, you know what I'm saying, you leave the bathroom green or, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, so um, I feel like... I don't feel like uh, a lot of times if you eat something and instantly after you eat it, you go to the bathroom, that can be a sign of digestion issues uh, because that could be a sign that your body don't like it at all. And it's just like hurrying up to get it out of you. Like, hurry up. I don't like this. Okay. Because in the hood, that's called a fast metabolism. And they be like, that's good. So Mm, sometimes, sometimes, but you have to pay attention. You feel me? Like if you eat a smoothie and right after the smoothie, you know what I'm saying? It's like, boom, it push you out. Cool. Mm-hmm. But then if you go and you eat a six piece fried hard and you know, the grease might've been dirty, the chicken might not have been cooked well, you'll know the difference. Like you'll feel it. It'll be, it'll be a different kind of sensation in your stomach. Uh, but even having bad skin can be a sign of digestion issues. Because, again, your body might not be absorbing the right amount of nutrients, the right amount of minerals. You feel me? It's just kind of sitting there, passing through and going on. Um, if you're struggling, if you find yourself just on the toilet and you just, like, pushing, 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 that's a digestion issue. That could be a sign of you being clogged up. It could also be a sign of you being dehydrated. You know what I'm saying? When you dehydrated, your internal organs aren't as lubricated, so it don't pass through as easily. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of different telltale signs, and everybody's signs are different. Okay, okay. So, so um, before we before we proceed, I just want to thank you again for coming on the show. I got some really dope questions um, on anticipating your return. So, cool, cool. Um, I'm going to walk right into those. Do vegans work out? Um, I've noticed, you know what I'm saying, just doing research and along with when I first met you, I, I joined a lot of vegan groups on Facebook, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, just doing research, trying to see what it was all about. And I always see, you know, the meals being posted, the meal preps, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. what you can and can't not eat. But I never see nobody on their way to the gym or, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> going swimming. So is veganism so good for the body that you do not have to work out? I vegans are regular people, right? You got people who just don't like to exercise. Um, eating a plant-based diet does, man... I lost 30 pounds without even trying. Okay. I wasn't even trying. But I've always been an active person. I always, I used to go to the gym before I was vegan. I never went super hard, but I went enough to keep my cardio up. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Just to mm. kind of keep my heart rate pumping, keep my waistline small. But I never was like, you know, I'm I'm comfortable. Um, some vegans do look at it. Some, some people who do eat a plant-based diet do look at it as like, they cheat code. Like, oh, I lost all this weight. I ain't got to work out. But like, that's not that's not the the cure to working out. You know what I'm saying? Being vegan ain't the cure to working out. Like you still have to do things to keep your heart rate up. You still have to do things to increase your blood flow, to tone up your legs and your muscles cuz you know what I'm saying? If somebody come kick down your door and you got to you know run a couple blocks to get up out that gym, 
you know, that smoothie really ain't going to help you. You got to still build up. You still have work to do outside of that if that's what you want to do. Some people just don't want to do it. Some people are just lazy vegans. Okay. Well, that kind of walks into my next question, and that is, do you need to work out if you're a vegan? Absolutely. You need to okay. work out if you're not a vegan. Okay. But it, like I said, because it was something that just jumped out to me. I'm talking about nobody. Nobody. Like, nobody. Like, yeah, some healthy, some guns. <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody. But a lot of people do. A lot of people do be like, I don't need to exercise. I'm vegan. It's like, nah, you still do. Like, You know what I'm saying? Okay. So... And we you walking yourself right into right into all of them. So, what are the three top reasons that someone should consider veganism? Three. Ah. I can think of a hundred, <laughs> but well, we only got an hour. What's up? <laughs> um, three. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say this one, and I and I feel like this one is gonna stretch a couple of a couple of different ways. The main reason is that. Uh, I can't speak for no other race of people, but I can speak on behalf of black people. We can't blame nobody else for our condition no more. You understand? Ain't nobody else going to the grocery store putting food in that cart but us. Ain't nobody else coming home cooking that meat but us. Ain't nobody else forcing us to eat what we eat but us. So I feel like if you really want to see the change and people really want to, everybody talk about breaking cycles, breaking generational curses. If you really want to stop something in its tracks, you really want to see your kids improve the way they live and then see your grandkids live their best life, why not change the way you eat? Because if we look back and think about it, the way we eat and live is the exact same way our grandparents ate and lived. 99% of the time, most people don't eat no different than their grandparents. So it's not that the somebody's still holding us with a generational curse. We're holding ourselves with it. Because we still like, well, this is what grandma used to cook. This her recipe. It's like, yeah, you can you can still make her recipes and still kind of hold on to it. But put a healthier spin on it. Like, if nothing else, your health is up to you. So why not? Why not be vegan for you and your kids so that when your grandkids come along, they can look back and be like, this is how my grandma used to eat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This her kale recipe. This her, this her smoothie. My grandma used to make this smoothie every Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Before we went walking or whatever. So set that tone for the next generation because it's, it's up to us. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I'm going to have to slightly disagree with you because I was just having not just having a conversation. But okay. it is like different from, you know, I'm, I mean, it didn't get any healthier from when our grandparents, but I was having a conversation like my grandmother, she never made like ground beef tacos. Facts. You know what I'm saying? We never had frozen um, French toast sticks at yes. grandma's house, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And then it's like the cooking is like it, it got less healthier, and then it's like less, you know what I'm saying, homemade meals at the same time. Cause it was like this, a lot of this stuff that, that we eat on a regular Processed. basis, you know what I'm saying? Grandma, she didn't make that stuff, even though it wasn't still, you know what I'm saying? It was high blood pressure and stuff off the bop like that. It was still, I feel like, a, a lot more love in the cooking. And that's coming up on, a, on another topic of podcast. Like, is it love in the food? You know what I'm saying? So, okay. <clears throat> moving right along, talking <laughs> about love, food, family. Um, before you started your veganism, um, before you became vegan, um, did you have any family or friends that were vegan? And now that you are vegan, did you bring any family and friends to... Did you introduce... I'm pretty sure you introduced them mm-hmm. to into veganism. Were you able to to get anybody to become vegan from from your tutelage? Um, so the answer to that is no and no. No, no one was vegan beforehand. I have I have an estranged any any considerate not considerate eaters, but you know 
I remember growing up, you know, it was all the type of diets and typo, you know, mm-hmm. anybody that was even even close to being health conscious or anything, anybody that you had a or was this a journey that you strictly um uh, uh found yourself trying to deal with your own issues? Um so the people that I did have in my family that that are somewhat health conscious are kind of like distant. Mm-hmm. So I have an estranged uncle who was vegan, and I didn't realize that until like you know a couple of years. But again, we don't talk. All right. <laughs> um, I have an uncle in California. He 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 takes his health a little bit more serious. You know what I'm saying? He's not plant based, but he's a lot more conscious about what he eats and how he cooks. Um, and then I have a cousin who would kind of just kind of play around with trendy diets. Like he keeps, he keeps going back and forth with this keto thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's about it. But like my mom, dad, brothers, no. Okay. So even so, how, how was your, cause I, like my mother, that's another thing. Like I probably, she's, she's so far outside, but cause with our, our parents, like they're getting older. Mm-hmm. So is it anything that you, cause I know she is something as she got older, she paid more attention to like her diet. Is that anything that you've been able to make it? Is it been easier for you to talk to your mom about her diet with her getting upper in age? Or is it still, you know what I'm saying? She, baby, I've been doing this since, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, I don't even, to be honest, I don't even try to talk to them no more. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that, that's just keeping it a buck because, um, when I first when I first got into this, I was so excited. I was like, man, I feel great. Like, I don't want y'all to feel the same way. Like, I don't have no more problems. Like, I want y'all to do the same thing. And it was just like, boom, shut down, shut down, shut down. Like, nah, this is how we eat. I pray over my food and Jesus, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, all right, y'all go ahead. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it's definitely been a solo journey. It's so It's been a solo journey. And I'm cool with that because, you know. The people who I'm affect and who who gonna kind of pick up from it, you know, it's gonna be the right people. It might not be my family, you know. Sometimes you gotta do things, and your family might have to get left behind. That's cool, you know. When you're serving a, a higher purpose and a greater good, uh, you know, you might you just gotta reach out to the masses, and it's it's gonna affect the right the right people. So, I don't even try my family no more. Okay, so I mean, I don't blame you because I don't want to call you. No, I don't want to use. Uh, the dead horse, you don't want to beat a dead right. horse, you know what I'm saying? Right. But you know what I'm saying? You don't. You got a lot going on, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to, I understand completely. Mm-mm. So, um, at, so we're going to move right along. Um, Like I said, I, I, I really had some, some questions I want to need you to come in, come in here and answer. So, with veganism being, you know what I'm saying, as naturally, being the most natural you can eat, the most natural diet you can have, mm-hmm. does it help with, um, yeah, does it help with bad breath? Absolutely. Okay, because that's why I, 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 a lot of the things I, that our breath come from. I was, I was watching a YouTube video it comes directly from what we mm-hmm. eat and ingest. So, is that something that you notice when you change yep. your diet? Yep. So, the body has different ways of like releasing toxins. Bad breath is just toxins. Whenever something comes out of you, it's a reflection of what's in you. So your tongue, they have a lot of different little pores. So at night when you're sleeping, those those toxins, your body is like in a in a regenerative state. Those toxins are coming out. So when you wake up, not only is your mouth dry from having your mouth open all night, but also those toxins that had tried to um, push themselves out. That's why it's really important. First thing in the morning, brush your damn teeth. <laughs> I can't stand nobody being them under me who ain't brush their teeth. You know what I'm saying? But um, I definitely noticed it. Mm-hmm. I definitely noticed it. Like I, I wasn't aiming for it, but it's 
Okay. It's noticeable. And if you could, and if you could clear this up, um, this is something I hear a lot from Muslims. Um, is there a pork in toothpaste? And if there is, do you use like a vegan toothpaste? So there are some brands that have um that have pork in it because the way they process pork, they call it all types of different things exactly. like gelatin and uh whatever else. They have all types of different names. So some do. Um, I personally don't use toothpaste. I have been brushing my teeth with baking soda and peroxide for like the last two years, mm-hmm. two and a half years. Um, but when I do buy toothpaste, I make sure like all the ingredients are like things that I can pronounce, like legit, like peppermint oil, yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada. And if it's something you you see in your toothpaste or any product you, you use and you don't know what it is, you just pull out your phone and just Google exactly. it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not it's not hard, but um, some do, not all. Okay, but and some. was that decision tied directly to veganism, or was that just a, always a personal preference? The baking soda thing? Yeah. Um, I forgot who brought that to me. It didn't have anything to do with veganism. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was a cleanly thing, because I know, like, peroxide kills germs, and the baking soda kind of neutralizes odor, so right. I'm like, oh. The two and together. I just heard, like, it's always been a thing, like, in the Muslim, Muslims always say there's all type of shit in the toothpaste. Well, yeah, and some, but not all of them. It's some okay. good brands out there. Okay, so, moving right along. Um, what is weed vegan, and is there any, is there any, like, Pacific vegans that use, you know what I'm saying, weed-based type diets, or not even weed, or, 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 or that... A certain type of vegan, because I noticed too, is a lot of type of different vegans that do this and do that and mm-hmm. say you can do this and mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Is there any type of vegans that be like, yeah, weed is vegan, Um, you know what I'm saying, we can do it, it's natural, or yeah. is that something that's still, you know what I'm saying, not really um spoken on in, in the vegan community? Anything that comes from this earth is vegan. So, so the use of weed comes down to morality. Is Do you feel it's morally right? Do you feel it's necessary? It's not that deep. You know what I'm saying? Some people just feel like they don't need it. Some people feel like it's wrong. Some mm-hmm. people feel like it's health benefits. I personally, I like the health benefits of it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there are more benefits to weed than there are downsides. Uh, but it is a lot of, it is a lot of food, mm-hmm. food gazy weed out here. So yeah, right, right, you know, mm-hmm. but no, it's it's vegan and it's cool to use. If you feel like you want to use it, use it. If you feel like you don't need to use it, then don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I just want to get a professional um, <laughs> view on that, so we can we can move right along. Vegan or vegetarian? Which one is better? Vegan. Vegan. Why? Mm-hmm. Why so? Is is it not? Is it not? You know what I'm saying? You can be either or, and you still gonna be good. Or um, is it just vegan's the way to go? And you can give me your your non biased answer because I know you you want what side you want. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. You know I I bang for the uh, for the vegans, <laughs> but. But just to give a breakdown, because some people, there are a lot of people who don't even realize that there's a difference. So just to give people a breakdown of the difference. So vegans, we don't eat anything from animal products. We don't eat or use anything from animals at all. Vegetarians, they might still drink milk. They might still eat eggs. Vegetarians can still eat like a grilled cheese sandwich. You feel me? They just don't eat any of the actual flesh or the body of the animal, but they'll eat the byproducts of it. You feel me? So... In this day and age, with the amount of information that's out and the the amount of uh, the overload of information about the health benefits of eliminating dairy from your diet and what dairy causes and what dairy does, it causes so many cancers. Um, it raises cholesterol. Cheese. A lot of these processed cheeses have chemicals in it that I make heard them addictive. A funny joke. 
this this guy was like what? he was gonna he was gonna call DCFS on his neighbors for feeding their kids cat food. And he was like, What are you talking about? And he was like, Cow milk. <laughs> I was like, That's crazy. Um, that was kinda funny actually. But <laughs> but yeah, so I feel like just based off the, the research and the information, just if you're gonna do this, do this. You know what I'm saying? Definitely take baby steps, but I feel like veganism is the best okay okay um before we get um close to the end let's get some some fruit for the people um okay. some information for the people who who see what you're doing and might want to do what you do so um how did you go about getting your products in stores and how what stores did you choose like it's a lot of it's a million stores like yeah. did you uh, do they did you <clears throat> excuse me did you Try to see who got a, a health background, who is the same type of field, or or how does that how do how do how do you get your product on a shelf in stores? So the the first store I got in, uh, it was literally just striking up a conversation with one of the store managers. I was in doing some shopping, you know, you just kind of make friendly with your neighbors. He asked, "What do, what do I do?" And my very first store, he actually presented the opportunity to me. And I was like, whoa, you for real? He was like, yeah. He was like, because they already have a, a section of, of vegetarian foods. But as far as packaged vegetarian meals, there's only one company in Chicago that does it. Yeah. And he was like, I need another company. Like, they, they the it's only one. It's two. It's, it's only one, but it's going to be two. Okay. Um, but it's only one that's black owned that's like heavy in like every grocery store. And he was like, I need another brand. Like, they the only ones here. Like, I need something new. Um, so I said, okay. So then we worked that out. When I went to my second store, it really was just me kind of going out to different stores and just talking to store managers. Um, I've been to some and they was just like, no, okay, whatever. But it's just asking the store manager, like, Hey, you know, this is my name. This is my brand. This is my company. I'm just wondering, are you all looking for any new vendors? Um, I sell packaged food. Um, and I would like to sell my stuff in your stores. They either going to say yes or no. Um, I reached out to Whole Foods. I know if you try to get in big, big stores, they use an online platform called Range Me. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to like Whole Foods in them, which I'm I'm gonna get into, you really gotta gotta have your ducks in order. Like you gotta have your commercial kitchen, you gotta have licenses, you gotta have like all your stuff in order. Um, so it's not impossible, but when it comes to bigger stores, it might just take a little longer because you you a small fish in a big pond, and um. The people who look over those those websites like Range Me, they looking through thousands and thousands of different people. So in addition to, to using those platforms, just still kind of go out to the, the stores, you know, get in cahoots with the store manager, look up the the like the company um website. Cause if the store manager's telling you no, go back, shoot an email, hey, this is my name, so and so, so and so. You might not get a response, but even if you just keep sending that email, like, hey, just following up, give them a follow up call, leave some voicemails, just just kind of keep applying that pressure, putting your name out there. You'll get a response. Okay, okay. And is the the home is can you turn your home kitchen to a commercial kitchen? And was it always your goal to to be in stores, or was this something just one day you was like a, a part of the evolution of Reggie Brunch? So yes and yes. So yes, you can you can legally work out of your home kitchen, um, as a business. It's just that it depends on where you go. Some people might require you to have a commercial kitchen license um, just for insurance purposes to cover their end, you know what I'm saying, just to make sure all your ducks in the world. And I, I 100% always had dreams of having veggie brunch in grocery stores. Um, to be honest, 
I really don't want to cook forever. I don't. I'd rather, I'd rather make one recipe and duplicate it over and over and over again instead of being in the kitchen over and over and over again. You feel me? Um, I definitely want to have my products in multiple stores. That's mailbox money. You feel me? You spend one or two days in the kitchen, you hire your staff, they can work part-time and go on about their day, and you just produce it, and then you can free your hands to do something else. So, uh, grocery store, grocery products have, have always been a goal of mine. Everybody who cooks doesn't want to own a restaurant. Restaurants can be a nightmare to own. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay, so, um, we ain't, we ain't gonna get in your pockets or nothing. Okay. So, is it, is it a look, is it lucrative having mm-hmm. your product in stores? Mm-hmm. And what type of cut, I'm saying, are you giving, is the store taking, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is it 50-50, 50-40, you know what I'm saying? So, every store is different. Um, it is lucrative. Because, like I said, you just make one batch, you drop it off, and then it just sells itself over and over. So... Um, when I sell to grocery stores, I sell it at a wholesale price. So when it comes down to making your prices, and this is, this is very important for a lot of, uh, like food entrepreneurs, when you figuring out your prices, you have to break everything down to the penny. Like when I sell them my product, I include everything from the labels to how much ink to the, to the lids, to, uh, gas, to the boxes that I deliver them in. And I incorporate that and divide it by however many batches I'm making. Um, I sell it to them at a 20% increase and then they put it on their shelves at 30%, but every store is different. So some stores, um, they might sell it at 40%, but ultimately it comes down to what do you want your customers to pay? So if I dropped it off at one grocery store and they're like, we're going to sell this at $9 and I'm like, no, I don't want my customer to pay that much. You charging too much. Then you don't, you know what I'm saying? You can kind of pass on that deal. You have to make sure ultimately whatever they whatever they increase it at, you feel comfortable with your customers paying that. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's why I was just I was just curious before you before you go to the managers, did they, did you also do any market research just to see like any the what your competitors were selling the similar type packages oh, yeah. for, or did you just go in with like, hey, this is my price to leave? Nah. So I definitely I definitely took a peek at who or was, was on the Or was you already buying these type you know what I'm saying, products as well. I had bought a couple of them uh, from my competitors. But it's it's nothing to just look on the shelf and just see, okay, they selling theirs at $6.99. I don't want to come in here at $8 because they already established and been on the shelf forever. They're going to be like, I know who they are. I know what they food tastes like. I'd rather pay $6 than who is this coming in the door at 9 You know what I'm saying? So I came in, uh, I came in a little bit higher only because a lot of my competitors' products are soy-based. I don't use soy in my stuff unless it's like, a requested item um so because it's, it's not soy based and a lot of people kind of appreciate not having soy based foods i'm like i can charge more and i'm also a one-man bandstand so like my time and my labor is like yo i can charge more you know they can probably bang out 30 meals in an hour for mm-hmm. me it takes me like two or three right you feel me so a little research but i did have a conversation with the store manager and he kind of told me the process like Whatever you sell it to us at, we're going to mark it up 30%. So I had to keep that in mind. So when I looked at my prices and what I was doing, some stuff I had to downsize on. Like at first I wanted a certain type of container, but that container was kind of expensive. So I downsized and got a smaller container so that I can produce it at a price that they can sell it that I was comfortable with. You feel me? I definitely understand. Yeah. So, and and, that, and that, I think that's also... Uh, what you should consider. Well, I can also consider when I, you know what I'm saying, do my, my side hustles and stuff. I also, 
I feel like, you know what I'm saying? You also have to pay people, you have to charge people for your time mm-hmm. as well, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you are a professional in your field, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to walk out and we're going to leave with this question. <clears throat> and I, I kind of stole this off your, kind of off your, your social media, but. Uh, okay. Do you consider yourself a guru in, in this field? And, and if you do, why or why not? Um, I wouldn't say I'm a guru. I say I, you are. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm a guru because um, there are some people who have been in this game way longer than me. There's some people who have studied way more than me, who have read more than me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, Mike came to the league as a rookie, and he was better than people that have been there 10 years. Have you got that's it? A fact. That's what I That's a fact. <laughs> if it costs $9, it costs $9, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> um, but no, I don't consider myself a guru. I just, I don't know. That's, that's, I'm, I'm going to tell you why you title. are. Because okay. not only do you provide the service, you know what I'm saying, anybody that follows Veggie Brunch, you're going to get more than just the service. You're going to get more than a meal. You're going to get some information. You got the, the the literature. That's what I said. And we need more time to talk because I know you're going to be working on some new, your, your marketing material. It looks like you got a team behind you. And, and um, I, <laughs> I'm a, do you have a team? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm solo dolo out here in these streets. Okay. I'll be tired. So how much, how much, how many hours a week do you say is, is do you put through? Did you notice? Because I know you took the transition from, um, right, and we're going to have to. We're going to have to stop here. Damn. Oh, no, we can keep going, but the rest is going to be audio. But my oh, okay. video. Uh, All right. My video. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so, um, yeah, so, yeah, like your marketing materials, you know what I'm saying? Everything is on point. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got your, your apparel. The pictures, you know what I'm saying? Be like, you don't need me, right? That should be looking like you Man. cookbook ready, like cookbook, cooking show, cooking um TikTok. So, <laughs> how much time a week do you say you put into Veggie Brunch, and what do you got coming up, like new that we can expect to see? Um, I never calculated how many hours I put into it because it's just. It's second nature. Yeah, because it was not my bad. It was uh, so it was like a like a meme or Facebook post where it say like, okay, you quit your nine to five, and now I work twenty four seven, working forty, right? And now you work twenty four seven. Is it that type of thing? More or less. Okay. Yeah, cause I, I. But it's not work if you love what you do. It's not. That's why I don't even. That's why I don't even notice it. Okay. I don't even notice it. Uh, I say I put about. Honestly, I probably put like. Honestly, I probably put like thirty hours. And I'm probably not being accurate with that. It's probably okay. way more than thirty hours. I'm, I'm pretty sure. It is. <laughs> I can just tell from, like, if I took, if I did, them, them pictures like that, that's gonna take me like an hour. No, nah, I just be cooking. I bust out my phone. Boom, boom. Yeah, it, it's it's a lot. It take more than that. You know what I'm saying? You got the background. Like it takes you. It looks like you ready to print that at a, a bigger scale and put that up at the store next to your product. Yeah, for real and. People pay a lot of money for stuff like that. They so, do. Um, you doing? You definitely doing? You do. It's, it shows. You oh, know what man, I'm saying? Keep I'm sharing glad. it in them groups and stuff. And 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 uh, you go. You already getting there. I'm saying yeah. gonna be at Walmart and stuff. And I'm going in. Yeah, I know Angela. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Angela. Oh, I've been there. We can go get her. You want some vegetables? <laughs> <laughs> no, we ain't gonna get it from the store. We gonna get it delivered. <laughs> 
No, I mean, I like my stuff a certain quality, too. Like, some people just... <clears throat> this is another thing for small business owners, man. How much time we got? I don't want to run over. We got, we got, we got... I got, like, uh, eight minutes. All right. Listen, man. Spend that little extra money. Spend the extra money. Spend the extra money. I, I said this on a live once, and it resonated with somebody else. You have to look like your product. You know what I'm saying? Like, granted... I'm not the baddest thing in the room. I don't got the bundles and the lashes and nothing like that. But you know what I'm saying? I come out the house. I put some lotion on. You're never really going to catch me in sweats unless it's like an emergency. You know, I always make sure I got on some halfway decent shoes. You know, a halfway clean. Well, not halfway clean. It's all the way clean. <laughs> it just ain't iron right now. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At least it looked like something. Like, you got to be really aware of, like, what, what you putting out. Like, we get it. Some stuff be homemade. But if you could spend that little extra dollar and maybe get the shiny labels instead of the dull labels, you know what I'm saying? Just to kind of give it that little extra oomph. Like, that says a lot. It makes your product look like it's worth what you really be asking. Because everybody want to beat their chest. And it is about, worth what you want know You know, a lot of people want to talk about, like, oh, these my prices. Well, 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 do your stuff look like your prices? Do you even look like your prices? You know what I'm saying? And then you selling health too, so you can't really put no price on that. So um, you you right? I I can't. I, I don't can, mean like but you. I know can. what I'm saying? I mean you can't. I mean like somebody who you know what I'm saying investing in their health. You yeah. Know what I'm saying you gonna, gonna pay, pay this over. You know what I'm saying? They that, gonna pay that the price. hot pocket. You know what yeah. I'm saying? If that's what you. Yeah. You, the life decision. Yeah, but so. man, just gotta operate at, at the frequency that you really want to see your product be at, and like that's why. I, I make sure I take nice pictures. I try my best, you know what I'm saying? Try to put out nice content that makes sense, that's in alignment with what I want to be known for, I want to be seen for. I'm not just out here trying to do this for the money. Like, I know the money going to come. Right. There's a message. I want to get my message out, and I know the money is going to yeah, come. Some people work backwards. You definitely do. Like I said, just from, that's why I said you are a guru, just from going on your page, the lives. The just the the post like what she talking about now? I don't even read paragraph posts. Let me go ahead and see what they <laughs> I know sometimes I'll be trying not to go too deep, man, but man, some man, you well, just you gotta go group, deep, man. You, gotta you gotta, gotta I can't even tiptoe around this no more because it's so heavy on me. It's like y'all motherfuckers, y'all out here tweaking. Y'all eat dead bodies. Hey. But anywho. Yeah, I'm gonna let you get out of here before she start talking about what I be eating. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you for coming on the show. Tell everybody where they can uh, get the veggie brunch services and where they can find you on social media. Facts. Um, social media, I am most active on Facebook. That's just the whole truth. You can find me, um, you can find Veggie Brunch LLC on Veggie Brunch, and that's just Veggie Brunch, B R U N C H L L C, on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you can follow my personal page on Facebook, which I'm the most active on, and that's Angela M. Joseph. So it's my damn their whole name. Angela what? M. Joseph on Facebook. It's <laughs> right, I don't have you no... watch the TV, they have right. my whole name. Yeah. I'm not the vegan goddess or nothing. Angela M. Joseph on I, Facebook. Vegan goddess. There you go. Uh-uh, you, I'm you cool. Did it. I'm, big right, I'm big edge. I'm big edge. But yeah, you can also find my products, again, in grocery stores. If you're in the Chicagoland area, you can find it at Local Market, right on the corner of 71st and Jeffrey. And you can also find it at Peace of Mind Bake Shop off 71st and Stewart. It's right next door to Culture Connection. And in Peace of Mind Bake Shop, she also has, um, like, vegan pastries, like vegan cinnamon rolls, vegan brownies, like a lot of plant-based things. She has sea moss. Um, she has herbs. So if you're trying to just kind of get, like, a whole health experience, 
Peace of Mind Bake Shop on 71st and Stewart is the place to be. And then if you just want to get it direct from the source, you can contact me, call, text 708-316-7713, and we can work something out. But like I said, appreciate the time. I definitely understand how valuable your time is. I hit up, she was like, it got to be right here, right here, right here, because who are the bop? Get left. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm just trying to make it, man. But no, nah, and I still have about three questions for you, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap. Definitely get you back, man. You be pretty much two ninety mo podcast family at this point. So, all right, in hey. a minute, gang, gang, gang. <laughs>